Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Waxstone Audio presents Wilder Girls by Rory Power. Narrated by Eileen Stevens and Jesse Velinsky. You gonna tell them what the release date was? Oh, you were recording that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was over, over here drinking. Anyway, the release date is July 9th, 2019. The duration is eight hours and 49 minutes. And the genre is young adult science fiction. The reason you don't send your kids to boarding school. Truth. <laughs> Truth. That's funny. Did I, did you get my ti- the title in there and everything? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was like Big Brother. Uh, Being watched. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You were. All right. You are. So tell them what this book is about. All right. We got this description from Amazon. It's been 18 months since the Raxter School for Girls was put under quarantine since the tox hit and put Hetty's life out from under her. What are you? What (laughs) voice are you using? Stoner motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) It started slow. First, the teachers died one by one. Then it began to infect the students, turning their bodies strange and foreign. Now, cut off from the rest of the world and left to fend for themselves on their island home, the girls don't dare wander outside the school's fence, where the tox has made the woods wild and dangerous. That's also called just landscaping. (laughs) They wait for the cure they were promised as the tox seeps into everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's disgusting. all over me <laughs> but when Byatt goes missing Hetty will do anything to find her even if it means breaking quarantine and braving the horrors that lie beyond the fence and when she does Hetty learns that there's more to their story to their life at Raxter than she could ever thought true oh all right so let's talk about the performance of Miss Stevens and Miss Velinsky okay I thought that it was an interesting listen. Yeah. You liked Eileen better. Okay. So I don't want to say that I liked one better than the other. I think that the writing style for Byatt, who Jesse narrates for, was a little bit different than what Eileen had to work with with Hetty. Mm-hmm. So I think that went hand in hand with obviously the characterizations that each one gave to the other. So when we were in Betty's Betty, <laughs> <laughs> when we were in Byatt's head and her point of view, it was very uneasy. It didn't feel safe to be in there. And I think that's what Jesse kind of put into the character is that it was just very uneasy easy i was scared for her the entire time yeah Yeah, like you you honestly didn't know what was going to happen to her or what she was going to do to herself or anything that was going to happen when she was gone it was creepy i agree Mm -hmm. and hetty on the other hand she had a, a major percent of the novel yeah and i liked her narration because it felt it felt 
like a normal book. Yeah. Like I felt like I was listening to a normal narrator through a normal character's lens. Uh-huh. Whereas Byatt's was a little shaky and a little, little different. Yeah, so exactly. I, I get that. Yeah. And I also feel like because we had Hetty being our main character, we got to know her a little bit more, which was why Eileen's narration was a little bit stronger for me, at least, is because we had maybe like six chapters mm-hmm. of uh, Buy It. Buy it. Mm-hmm. And then for Hetty, we had, I don't know how many. There was 20, 20 something. 20 some. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I think we said this on our BookTube episode, but I truly think that the writing, you know, Powers writing for Buy It could have been wrapped up mm-hmm. in much shorter, scarier chapters. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like she spent too much time focusing on Byatt's character development through Byatt's eyes, where we were getting all of that from Hetty mm-hmm. and Reese and the rest of the girls. Like, we were already knowing who Byatt was. Mm-hmm. We didn't need to know who she was through her perspective, if, that's, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I feel like if you wanted to get that perspective of someone caught, someone in trouble someone kind of held hostage a little bit. Yeah. Then make those chapters really short and succinct and intense. Mm -hmm. And then go and go back to, to Hetty's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think with buy it, there was this sense of like, she's waking up and she's scared. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't know what happened. And so everything is broken for her Mm -hmm. and it made sense in the writing style. And I also said this on the book tube, but like, the narration with that writing just for some reason with me just didn't click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with Hetty being the more, I don't want to say that she was like optimistic, but she definitely had a little bit more positive thinking than some of the other girls that we encounter. Yeah. She had solid writing because she wasn't, in this like scary moment she Mm -hmm. wasn't in this broken state and so her narration got to go with that kind of complete thought the not being scared and could show emotion in smaller ways and i feel like by it had to show emotion in larger ways and in cold sort of ways Mm -hmm. i agree so do you feel like the transition between Byatt and Hetty's narrations made sense? I could always tell where it was. And I enjoyed when it would become Byatt's narration and Hetty's narration. Like when we would go to Byatt and then when we would go back to Hetty, I enjoyed that a lot. But there wasn't too much differentiation. The women both sounded very similar mm-hmm. to each other. They both mm-hmm. sounded young. They both sounded like they could be teenagers in a boarding school um eileen's voice for reese hello oh yeah like wow yeah definitely like she got a lot of what that character was across in just the vocalization of her mm-hmm. and it was the same thing for jesse with um teddy the the one boy character that we run into mm-hmm. who's my least favorite character in all of character land mm. man I agree. I agree. Reese is, I think Reese was, I don't know if I can't, I, I don't think I can say Reese was my favorite character because I, I felt annoyed at Reese mm-hmm. a couple of times, especially when something big happened with her father. Yeah. 
And I was just like, come on, Reese. Like, get over it. Uh-huh. Like, let's let's be real. Let's be adults here, girl. But I don't know. Like, something had to be done. Yeah. Because I heard the father changed. Uh-huh. So I did find Reese a little slightly annoying. But then all of a sudden, she was fine at the end. Yeah. And I was like, if you're going to be upset, be upset. Like, uh-huh. I become vengeful don't become like oh i I think i like you again Mm -hmm. you know it was very the romance in this book i loved it but i wanted it to be more constant completed completely missed the romance (laughs) me yeah i wanted the romance to be more constant whereas it was more break up you know break up i like you i don't like you i like you i like i don't like you i completely missed that there was any of that just and, didn't see it. I mean, I do ship Reese and Hetty. Maybe like ready. Ooh, ready. Yeah, that yeah. goes together very well. Uh huh. Yeah, it's their little couple name. Yeah, but I just wanted them to be more constant and stronger. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They might be in the sequel. They may be. Hopefully, there is a sequel. That's yes. what we are hoping for, crossing our fingers and toes for. Um, did you get a clear picture of the island? I there are moments where I did mm-hmm. and then other moments I did not. Yeah. I wanted to imagine this island, but then I wanted to also imagine the school. And then I couldn't imagine both of them at the same time for some odd reason, because I couldn't put island and school in the same brain space. Yeah. But on the other hand, I imagined them on the boats. Uh-huh. I was able to visualize that, getting the food, things like that. I didn't understand the square footage of this island. Mm. I kind of got lost there of like, how big are we talking with Hmm. this island? Because it seemed pretty expansive. But then at the same time, the girls weren't allowed to leave the quarantine zone. So Mm -hmm. like maybe the quarantine zone was like really big. But then they would describe the grounds of the school. There was like a lot of stuff on the grounds of the school. There There, was like a beach that they could go to Mm -hmm. and xyz but like a bunch of different things and i was just like where are we with this yeah i agree but i really liked the description of the school and how it went into this dilapidated state over time over the 18 months where there were no more textbooks because they had to burn them and Mm. there wasn't a lot of uh food there wasn't a lot of clothes people had to stay in like the same rooms even though there weren't that many people anymore like Mm -hmm. left over because the tox either killed you or it just kind of gave you these different disfigurements so it was interesting yeah it's also a really great setting to bring home that isolation feel yeah because who who first of all i would never i don't think i would ever send my kid to a boarding school Mm -hmm. for that long Mm -hmm. that's just not my personal opinion Mm -hmm. But I can't even imagine being sent to one, maybe myself. I feel like that would be so isolating. Yeah. To be away from your family, your friends at home. You would have to start this whole new world with these complete strangers. Yeah. And then these teachers who are now your parental figures. And mm-hmm. so that's very isolating. Yeah. And so I definitely like the themes of the book. I think that you caught on to the climate change. I like the feminism throughout the book to be like... You know, we're an all-girl school and we can survive the plague. And we have these higher, these leaders and these teachers that we don't know if they are bad or they're good. And it, there, there was a lack of male 
leadership male, male figures or whatnot male figures, and yeah. the only male in the book was annoying mm-hmm. so i like that and it's, yeah. and it's not the, in a way of feminism being like girls rule boys droll kind of situation yeah. but it was just like we can do this ourselves we don't need men from higher ups to take yeah. care of us you know yeah. and it was also really scary like you were saying with the isolation aspect of it just you got the sense from the way that Rory wrote the book how separated they were. This contagion, this tox, seemingly only affected this island. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what the outside world is. And that is not mentioned. The fact that maybe Hetty's parents are gone as well maybe they're dead maybe this isn't just on the island maybe it's everywhere Mm -hmm. but we don't we don't get that sense we don't know what's happening to the outside world because we're only stuck on this island we don't get any sense of their civilization still out there Mm -hmm. and so when at the end no spoilers but when the ending comes we're just kind of left with like where do we go from here what's gonna happen yeah what's next this book also reminded me a mix between the maze runner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the classic novel. And I, the name is like literally escaping me. And for the past five minutes, I've been like, what is the name of that book? Lord of the flies. Lord of the flies. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know why I, I keep thinking of Island of lost boys. <laughs> That's anyway. Peter Pan. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I think that this book is a really good mix between the two. But just in a female perspective, I think, because in yeah. The Maze Runner, there's a lot of males and there's one female. And then, the, of course, Lord of the Flies is yeah. all boys. It says that it's a feminist take on Lord of the Flies mm-hmm. in the description, like on Amazon and stuff like that. And I have never gotten the chance to read Lord of the Flies or see the movie, but I think I would have to agree. Yeah, definitely. So overall, I really did enjoy the book. Mm-hmm. I loved the themes. I loved the uniqueness of the story and the plague. I never heard of giving a group of people this toxin that is like animalistic in Mm -hmm. a way and making people have reptile skin or like fish scales, um, extra bones, extra hearts and heartbeats and then covered up their eyes and gills. I think someone had gills in one in one of the tox symptoms, but I really thought that was really cool and unique and interesting to read about. There were a couple parts that I didn't like about the book in terms of the info dump in the beginning. So I feel like the the ending didn't really wrap up for me. Right. As well as I wanted it to. Which if there's a second book, mm -hmm. I am hopeful that we'll be able to get that wrap up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to shelf this book. Same. Yeah. Even though we had some complaints to it, I feel like it was just very easy listen. Uh, the narrators make it very smooth and the transitions are great and the emotions are great and they're all there. And also, I think that Rory did a phenomenal job on her debut novel. Yes. This is her first book. I want to be able to write something this beautiful. No. Mm-mm-mm. This is great. And so we're looking forward to the next installment. Hopefully there is a second installment. Yes. Into the Wilder Girl series. And the cover is beautiful as well. Yes, so keep at that cover girl. Yes. Cover girl. Cover girl. Put the bass in, in your wall. Is it bass in your wall? Um, bass, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say bass? 
I was reading your lips and it looked like face, but I was just reading your lips and yep. I may be cross-eyed. We're also drunk. Yeah, we're a little bit. <laughs> a little bit drunk. drinking. Book, Book drunk, drunk episodes. Check them out on YouTube. So please follow along with us on all of our various social medias. We are currently going through a debate now about whether we should change our Instagram handle or not. So it's either going to be at audio shelf underscore podcast or at audio shelf me, much like our Twitter, which is at audio shelf me and our Facebook is at audio shelf. So please follow along with us and check out all that we are doing. Also check out our book tube. We are doing a lot of stuff over on our book tube now. Uh, so you get a little bit more content out of us via that outlet. Yes. And if you would like to download this book and another one for free, go to our website at audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link to download a 30-day free trial. Yes. So. Until next time. Bye. bye. This has been Audio Shelf where we release new podcast episodes every Monday and Thursday and YouTube reviews every Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Thank you.